Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome to the Art of Decluttering podcast. I'm your host, Amy Ravel. It's lovely to be in your ears. I am a complete podcast nerd. I love listening to podcasts. I would say I listen to four or five podcasts a day, a day, a day, a day. Um, I've got just so many that I love. I've got ones that I never, ever, ever miss an episode on and then others that I kind of dip in and out of depending on the season and depending what I've got going on and how busy I am. And so I hope that whether you're a diehard, never miss an episode listener or whether you're a dip in and dip out and you kind of wait and see what the description of the episode is to whether it is something you want to listen to, just welcome and I'm glad that you're here. Um, one of the things I often hear though is when people don't listen unless like the topic is of you know relevance to them is when they listen to an episode that they think there is no way I'll get anything out of that episode. They always like write to me and say, oh my goodness, that episode had so many aha moments and maybe it's because they weren't expecting it and maybe it's just because that no matter what life stage we're in or what stage of decluttering, there's always things to be learned and there's always things to learn from listening to others, from hearing other stories and experiences. And what I hope today is that this will be an episode that challenges you, that you walk away from and that you're thinking about for a couple of hours, maybe a couple of days, that the client story that I share today will really change the way that you see your stuff. And so um, I just also want to give you a heads up that I am talking about death and dying in today's episode. So I'm uh, conscious of sharing, um, I've, I've got permission to share some of the details of this client's story, um, but I won't give away too much so that you don't know who they are. But on Sunday, so I'm recording this on Tuesday, on Sunday, one of my lovely clients passed away and it was expected. Um, she was quite young, but had been battling with cancer for quite a few years um, on and off and and she passed away on Sunday. Last Thursday, she had um, asked me if I would visit her in palliative care. So I went, 
um, and visited her. It was only the second time. I'm, you know, I'm 43, and and by some miracle, it's only the second time I've spent time with someone in palliative care as they're preparing to end their life and they're reflecting back on what their life has been. And this client had become somewhat of a friend and so it wasn't it wasn't too random <laughs> that she invited me to go in and see her because we had developed a friendship over the years. And I hadn't seen inside her home for probably four years um, just due to some different circumstances that she was going through and her health meant that she wasn't up to doing any kind of decluttering projects. But um, I want to kind of set the scene for you. So this this lovely lady, the first time I met her, she came to an event that I was speaking at and she came up after the event and introduced herself and um, we got talking and talked about decluttering and organising and we talked about, you know, the challenges that she'd faced in her life that had put her in a position where she had um, had acquired way more than she had the capacity to deal with. And she said to me, like, I'm, I'm living in a home um, that has, like, I, I don't know whether I would classify it as hoarding or just chronic clutter. Um, that's not for me to decide. That's for mental health professionals to decide. But it was a, it was an extremely cluttered home. And so she was describing this to me um, that first time that we met. And then she, I think she purchased a copy of my book and then she reached out and said, hey, could I have you come out and do an in-person session with me? And so I went to her home and did that session. Now, it was a really challenging session because her home was extremely cluttered. So it was it was difficult to even move around in the space. She's she was just this beautiful soul. She was really welcoming and, you know, like she had this deep desire to get freedom from the stuff. She had a deep desire to be able to invite people into her home again. Um, in its current state, she was unable to do that. She wanted to feel like she was safe in her home, that she didn't have trip hazards, that every time she walked in the front door, she didn't feel embarrassed or overwhelmed or fatigued, you know, all of those things that clutter can make us feel it becomes like a an overwhelming burden, like a weight that clients carry. And so I worked with her um, in her home. We worked through some of the mindset stuff that was holding her back. Often when people have a um, situation where they've got chronic clutter or they're showing signs of hoarding disorder, there is, there's, it's not just about the stuff. There's always so much more going on, so much deeper. And she was really open to talking about that and unpacking that and um, helping her get freedom. She found it really hard to get rid of things, even getting rid of um, recycling she found really difficult because she felt like everything should have another purpose. And that's really common with the clients that we work with who have hoarding disorder or who have homes that display hoarding tendencies. And so we do see this great desire for good which is I want everything to go to the right person so it's not often there's this misconception around hoarding that it's an inability to let go because everything means something to you but actually sometimes it can be that you have this deep desire to make sure that everything goes to the right place it's not that you necessarily have to keep it but that you have this overwhelming responsibility to make sure it goes to the right place and so it might be that you have an overwhelming desire that each donation ends up in the hands of the right person. 
or it could be that no rubbish ends up in landfill or it could be that you need to reuse everything four or five times in order to make it worth its value, even a cardboard box or a piece of plastic, piece of paper, and you have this. And so you end up keeping a lot of things because you see the potential or you feel the responsibility in the way that you manage it. And so that was some of the stuff we talked through, you know, like she just had, she was a bright person um, in terms of personality and intellect, but that personality of inviting someone into your home, despite the shame um, and being able to work forward and have those things a goal and, and work with a professional to achieve them. So Fast forward a few years and we come to um, last Thursday when I'm visiting my dear friend and client in palliative care. And, in fact, let's let's just go to a break for a minute and then I want to share with you what she shared with me literally from her deathbed. Um, I didn't obviously bring up anything to do with work. I wasn't there as a professional organiser. I was there as a friend and as a support but I want to share with you what she shared with me and I I think it will impact you. So I'll be back in just a second. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. So we go in and um, I'm kneeling next to her bed and holding her hand and stroking her forehead and just talking to her and seeing how she is, how her family's doing. Is there anything she needs? Um, She's saying to us, look, the doctors say it's another couple of days. And um, she was really unwell, but she was quite alert for the time that we were there. I was allowed to be there for about um, 10, 12 minutes. And I didn't, like obviously, maybe not obviously, but obviously to me, I didn't want to talk to her about her house or what's happening with her stuff. That that stuff has faded away and it's now about her having peace and all of that. But she said to me, do you know what my family have been doing for the last couple of weeks while I've been here in palliative care? And she said they have been going through my unit 
and I've just given them I've given them a blanket permission to get rid of anything. And then she said to me, I can't believe it took this for me to let go. And it it really struck me there wasn't a sadness, like it wasn't it wasn't a grief, it was I think a realization of you know, all of the stuff that she'd told herself for many years around her stuff, the stories she'd told, the expectations she'd put on herself, and that had inhibited her ability to live her life to the full. And then come end of life and really pondering back on things, she just said, oh, my gosh, and now everything's just ending up in a skip. And she said, and I don't care. She wasn't sad about that. She kind of was a little bit like, oh, I feel bad that my family have to go and do that. But in terms of her emotional attachment to her stuff, it had been completely removed. She was at total peace with that. And I just said to her, like, I, I understand and it's, it's hard that you can reflect back and see that, but I wonder if that could bring hope to others. And so I share that with you not to guilt you into thinking, oh, nothing, none of the possessions in your house are, are ultimately worth anything. It's just about life. And because you do need your stuff to live, right? You do need some things. But also to bring you the perspective of this beautiful woman who did look back, who looked back, who I had seen travel the journey, have the excess, be stuck, not know what to do with it, really struggle with letting things go. And she herself, as she looked back, went, oh, my gosh, like there was opportunity for freedom and it's not that it was easy. So what she wasn't saying is, oh, I should have just done it. It would have been easy. She didn't say that. She acknowledged like it was definitely hard at the time, but ultimately when it came down to it, the stuff didn't matter and she wished that she had done it earlier so that she could have enjoyed living in her home, enjoyed her stuff and, and felt that freedom and that engagement in the goals that she had for her life. So I, I am um, heading off to her funeral on Thursday and it will be a celebration of life. Certainly from her perspective, she was really keen to make sure that others remembered her with celebration and that there was hope um, that the important things that she'd done in her life were remembered and recognised. And I just thought it would be honouring to her she was very happy to have her story shared and I hope that it's something that you can reflect on that if you really have been stuck and not quite sure how to take those steps to free yourself from things I wonder if the perspective of this lovely lady might be something that can roll around in your head that you can have think about that you can be interested in your own reaction to that there's there's no sense of you should do this because, oh, my goodness, imagine if you're on your deathbed, you would hate to have that thought because life is unpredictable and, you know, there's no way that we can anticipate all of those things. But I want you to live with that perspective or think about that perspective of am I one day going to wish that I did it now? There's a, there's a great saying that the best time to start something is 10 years ago, the next best time is now. And so now is the time that you can do something, regardless of what the past has held, regardless of whether you have lived in a really, really cluttered house and you've got lots of regrets and fears and anxiety around decluttering, or whether you actually just want to use that as motivation for, okay, 
I've been doing it for 10 years, but actually what I do today is just as important as what I've done in the past. So I hope that even though it's a, there's sadness and there's grief in the loss of a beautiful human life, I, I want to draw out from her story the hope and the freedom that can be achieved. She ultimately got freedom from her clutter before she passed away because she had in her heart and in her soul and spirit and however all those things work, she had let go of that and she'd let go of it before she passed away. So ultimately, obviously, when we pass away, every one of us, we don't get to take anything with us. But she'd released that beforehand and, and had peace with that. So I do hope that's an encouragement to you. Um, it's it's really important to think about. It's not something we talk about as a society. And I just hope that it's an encouragement, encouragement to you. If you have an episode topic that you'd like me to talk about, if you've got a guest that you'd like me to interview, I'd love you just to drop me an email. You can email hello at theartofdecluttering.com.au. I'd love to hear from you or you can send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. Let me know. Let me know if you're loving the podcast, what you want me to cover. And of course, it's always super helpful if you leave a review. It helps others to find the podcast um, and hopefully it can be useful to them and help them achieve freedom from clutter as well. Until next week, enjoy the freedom. I would like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people who are the traditional custodians of the land this podcast is recorded on. I would also like to pay respects to their elders, both past and present of the Kulin Nation, and extend that respect to other Indigenous Australians. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to rate and review the show on your podcast app. That will help others to find the Art of Decluttering podcast as well. If you'd like any more information, you can visit theartofdecluttering.com.au and I would love to see you in my Facebook group. Just search the Art of Decluttering community on Facebook and join today. I hope that you have an incredible rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Thank you.